Hello and welcome to Waking Up Conscious Discussions about our changing reality. I'm Carolyn Greenleaf and my special guest today is Musical Jennifer. This special soul is amazing and uh, I met her one time and this was, I think it was a month or longer ago now um, at a um, conscious um, Oh, connecting consciousness uh, meeting and uh, she along with many brilliant souls were there and uh, it was just it was really amazing but Jennifer was one of these uh, you know shining beings that really um, stood out to me because we we were kind of vibing together we um, we understood each other, I guess. You know when um, you know when certain souls kind of start to you know connect in the same space. Um, you you kind of uh, understand each other on a different level, and so where we start to um, connect our teachings is through music. And even though I am not a musical teacher, I did not study music. The, um, in my book, Reentering Eden, I, um, my guides were showing me the, um, the connection between music and frequency and energy and, and everything that's, that's ever been created is, um, has a frequency, has an, en an energy of frequency. It is a life form. And there's a vibration that is very musical. And when you are in alignment with your true divine self, with your authentic self, and you're living from your true heart, you are in harmony with the soul, with your soul's song. So um, I'm going to first just um, um, read to you one of the paragraphs in my book, Reentering Eden. And it goes like this. It was revealed to me that our lives are meant to be a song. One that fits into the symphony of the universal heaven above and all around us. Each one of us has a piece we play in the grand symphony. A song that is our own. Which comes into being and transforms our world. When we begin to strum. Sorry, the strings of our true heart. When we connect to the music of our soul, we create a heart song within ourselves, humanity, and the oneness. So when I started to, um, actually, I think we just sat together. We both came in late. We sat together and we started to chat. And I learned that uh, that Jennifer was this amazing music teacher and uh, and she's also a former um homeschool teacher as well she is such a wealth of knowledge and information and she has uh you know um, since we, we've spoken on the phone she has this amazing story that i'd like for her to begin to share with you so jennifer please Tell us who you are. What is your story? What brought you to, to where you are today? Well, it, it's, um, I guess it's amazing and common 
all at the same time. Um, but it goes really back to my family of origin. Uh, my father is a tremendous person. He is a beautiful, beautiful soul and a tremendous music lover. And music is definitely in the gene pool on his side of the family. My mom's as well, actually quite a bit. But uh, yeah, my dad just really, I'm very like my dad. I look like my dad. We've just both got our uh, ancestry DNA done. We've got almost the same genetics. So I really favor him. Um, and my mom was very, very much valued that part of him. And so she was very supportive and nurturing an environment that allowed him to do what he loved and have that really wonderful uh, influence, which I consider part of my wealth. You know, his influence on my life is part of my wealth. And uh, he ended up becoming a music teacher himself. But my education was actually very relaxed, but constant from toddlerhood, you know, from time before I remember. So I learned piano, I learned violin, I sang. Um, my dad, in addition to his job as a music teacher, was a church organist and church pianist. So, you know, I grew up in the front row. I learned to read all the musical clefs and different harmony parts and four-part harmony, just kind of gradually and informally. Uh, I was listening to music all the time because my dad played music all the time. So it was completely normal for either sacred music or classical music or some form of worship music to be playing at all times. And uh, one, one story, everyone loves a story. So, you know, I think what's remarkable about my dad is that he, he was very much countercultural, you know, he wasn't into, he didn't want to listen to contemporary music or the radio. He didn't, you know, so that is not normal. You know, that is not the norm. You know what? That's why. Yeah. But now we're learning as more information is coming out. That is actually wisdom. <laughs> he was fine. <laughs> and he just, you know, so we, he loved it so much that I marveled that all three, there's three kids in the family. I have two siblings and we all absolutely love music and completely value him. Um, we really didn't make fun of him. You know how kids sometimes can be rebellious against the thing their parent is so strong on. But we we grew to love it because he loved it. And I remember many a time being at dinner, the dinner table, and uh, some symphony or serenade or classical piece would be on. Usually it was orchestral. And uh, my, there would be a portion or a phrase that my dad just loved. And he'd, we, you know, we'd be talking and he'd be, oh, listen, listen, here's this phrase. And he would just be enraptured. And we loved him so much. We would all, without even thinking a thing of it, just stop and reverently, respectfully, just enter into it with him. Yes, so yes. the love, the underlying love that he had 
for music. And I, I really believe it was his love language with God, you know. I think so it's a passion too, because yes. when, uh, when you are, you know, in you're in alignment, you are in that flow, that divine flow of creation. And another thing that I was, I was told too, is that, you know, when you're reading, when you're reading something or singing something, it's about the space between the words or the notes. That's where the magic happens. That's where the energy comes out. So when when something hits you, a musical piece or or a, a certain instrument that plays a specific tune, it it can trigger someone because it, it can be um it's their soul is connected to it and it just triggers just something so beautiful and magical and, and you you literally feel creation you you are you feel your space in creation uh, uh, i love i love how you're articulating that that's exactly what i experienced and the the words i have used to describe my dad's piano playing fall right in line with what you're describing he i would say when he plays the piano the music breathes it's alive. There's a way that it is breathing and alive. And it I, I've been many a time where, you know, if, if it's in church or whatever, he'll play and he draws music out of people by his playing, by who he is by the way that music, he makes that music come alive. So that's, that's my heritage. That's where it all started. And yes, I did go on and study violin, piano, um, music theory, you know, in college. And, um, but I, I, I think when we talked earlier, I had told you that, uh, you know, my, I, I do know music theory. I understand music technically, um, but it's so beyond, music is so much broader than going to conservatory and getting a musical degree. Um, so in some ways I'm less technical and less trained than a professional musician, definitely, but I'm sometimes far more trained because of the breadth and scope of experience and experiential knowledge that yeah. I have. Yeah. And my family, we played a string quartet within our own family. Mm -hmm. And uh, there was a woman one time who subbed with us that we knew for, uh, locally in our community. And I mean, we played two measures and she just stopped and sat back and said, oh, this family has plays together. She, you know, she just literally had to stop because we never really talked about the technicalities or couch. I mean, to some degree you have to, but yeah. we just were in communion and yeah. still to this day, uh, whenever we are able, we all live far away from each other. But when we do come together, especially at Christmas, we all bring our instruments and we play together and it's just a highlight at times I move to tears because, you know, I miss it. Just having that deep level of uh, communion and connection with family. It's very yes. joyful. You know, I, I was told that um, many times when it, when we are too focused on the technical 
and someone has been schooled a little too much, they <laughs> put themselves in a box. And it it actually um stipe or it it um it lessens their ability to get out of the box to move into that creative flow that that because we are we are beings of creation you know and creation is an action word so our passion you know is always to expand ourselves to to experience more of, of who we are and 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 our world and the creative elements in our world and uh and yes yeah, so so when we allow ourselves to just um trust it's, it, this is part of surrendering to God, surrendering to creation. Then we join with that flow, with that symphony. Yes. And those who are also surrendering to that same flow begins to vibrate to their, their frequencies begin to form a beautiful song together. Absolutely. You know, I mean, you can do it with your, yourself and creation. Um, I mean, when I walk in the forest, you know, I just surrender everything and I just open myself to, to the energies and the wisdom of the forest. And I feel the forest moving through me and I learn so much from heaven and earth, from all of it. And so it's just allowing you, you know, surrendering and allowing the wisdom that is already all around us, all of that knowledge that is actually innate to our soul and that is the song of our soul yes. to, you know, move us. Um, yes, and all of that, as you see, you know, we need to learn some of these basics. But, um, you know, again, sometimes we, you know, uh, there are many people in, in college and, they feel some resistance within themselves of continuing in a certain, you know, um, going deeper into their, you know, certain path. And I always tell them to pay attention to that because, you know, ask your soul, is this something that's going to hinder my, my forward movement or not? Or is it going to help it? And I would yeah. go with that rather than what everyone else is telling us. <laughs> Yes. So important to be connected to your own inner soul and mm -hmm. being and be rooted and grounded there. Um, yes. My dad just also, he was a huge lover of walking in the forest and, you know, he was a lover of beauty and nature. He was always exclaiming, Oh, look at the sunset. Oh, look at, let's drive this way because the autumn colors, the leaves, oh, it's so beautiful. He was just a lover of beauty. And again, being raised this way is the basis of how I connect with everybody. You know, it was the basis of how I've gone forward in life. Yes. With what exactly how you've are, you know, in, I, I always enjoy talking with you because you articulate in different ways from your life what I completely recognize and know from mine. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. You know, and this is part of the of our opening reality, our true reality that we are really moving into. That I call five D reality. Is it's based upon oneness, and we each one of us in you know are part of creation, and we're like a unique snowflake. 
we we have our own unique beauty and the way that we see and interpret the world that is it's right for us and it it does it does have its place it's in tune with everyone else's when they are also aligned with their soul's truth mm. and so all of these different pieces and visions and understandings you know as we as we move forward into our new reality these pieces they come together and we start to our world opens up because some of the understandings or the way that we you know um will be um illuminated even more so as we are talking to another individual who is aligned that's why we're we're the two of us as we you know it you know your information as to my information and my information as to your information so it's just we're creating this uh, master we have our own masterpiece but it becomes an even bigger masterpiece when we're adding other people's visions and knowings and and it just it it it's just it's amazing <laughs> it's rich it's wealth it's joy it's really the only way to live you know and it really this is how i form friendships it's mm -hmm. i i'm i'm not i'm really living from right from here mm -hmm. and just i guess putting my radar or what however you want to describe it out to understand who i am connecting with and yes. vibing with and yes because yeah and it is it's all about connecting within that's where it starts to me that's where it ends so so many people in the ego-based world 3d reality um they have been trained to plug into the outside world for approval for their beliefs for for direction for everything and i see that as now you're disconnecting from your soul's truth that is within and all of the creative possibilities that you are always connected to all of that wisdom and all that mm. and I, I also wanted to say that um it's all about creativity i believe and creativity is expressed through art music through anything that you're creating, it's um, cooking, um, the way that we teach, the way that we, um, you know, um, are uh, connecting with our children, our grandchildren. There, it truly is, and if you look at it, there is a musical, um, you know, vibration that is. It's just, it's in everything. It's in everything. So when we connect within we're automatically connected to all creation to god to whatever it is that we're doing and we're in tune with that and it's just it's, it's absolutely amazing so um i see this as this is this is the reality that we're moving into we're moving into our divine truth for those who choose to to be you know in in this reality and yes. uh, i just see it as absolutely so exciting uh, you know yes it's what many of us are i have been waiting for have been we, we've believed and we've had faith that and we know that this exists and we know yes. that humanity can 
move into this. They can move back. They can reconnect. They can move into that flow. They can feel that music that is within them, that is of them, and that uh, that joins with the symphony of, of creation and all the rest of humanity. So, yes. It's beautiful. In my teaching, as you know, how this is uh, sort of manifested in, throughout the rest of my life is, you know, I am, I am a performing arts teacher, music teacher, but really exactly what you're talking about is my passion as a teacher to be moving, you know, to be awakening and uh, trying to enlighten children to know to recognize themselves, to know themselves, to learn themselves, the choices, the forks in the road they have, the, the possibilities they have. And, you know, some of them love performing arts class and other than hate it. And it's, that's, that's, doesn't matter to me. I'm trying to open their eyes to, oh, that's all right. You don't have to like this class, but don't close yourself off to all your possibilities to learn through this experience. What you might learn is that you don't like it and it's not your thing, but you can learn how to appreciate someone else who this is their thing. Or at the very least, you can learn how that, how many choices you have with areas that you feel uncomfortable with yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, there's just so, so really that vein, that's really the underlying Thing, propelling what I'm what I'm doing in the classroom is to help children enter into that and recognize that in themselves. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And you know, creation um, speaks to our innocence, the child within. So mm. a lot of my my teachings, um, and um, you know, as as I'm assisting people to reclaim themselves, their their truth. It all comes back to the innocence, the child within healing. That's where we began to um, disconnect, you know, and connect to the outside world. And it stopped. <laughs> all of a sudden, it stopped that flow because we're not there, and we're not we're not in alignment. So, what you're doing is helping children to to know that it's so that this is a good thing. That that, oh, yes. that 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 flow that that is innate. I believe that everyone is born with it. It's they and it's always there. It's just yes. a matter of where you know where we are taught to to put, put place our focus. Yes. And so, in when we're teaching children again to, to this is good. This is where this is where you want to be. This is where you're going to feel that music within. This is where. You're going to, um, you know, all of the the wonderful talents and abilities that are, you know, just sleeping within you. They're waiting to be recognized, and um, you know, all these wonderful things that you you enjoy doing. There's a reason for that. Let's explore that, and and teaching them something like because again, music is is creative. So moving into that creative field, it's a doorway into their own exploration of what's within them and, and what you're connected to. 
and what they can bring to life. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're from the moment we're conceived, we're spiritual beings. Mm-hmm. So that's very much part of what I'm trying to awaken in them as well, that, you know, it isn't about outward actions. It's about the, them, how they are thinking, how, what they feel, what they choose, how they act on what they think and feel and choose. And yeah. It's very true. A lot of things. Very, very true. And you are also getting ready to write a book series. Uh, yes. Um, yes. <laughs> I, I will say that it's all in me. I just have to get it written out because, uh, you know, people, the dean over me at where I teach Um, I'm on medical leave right now, so I'm not currently teaching. And so what they're finding is, you know, just because someone is skilled in music, in drama, in whatever, you know, all the aspects of the content that I teach, um, it doesn't mean they understand what we've just been talking about. Um, If they're not, you know, you would use the language of ego and soul or, you know, not everyone is automatically combining for me it's all one i can't teach without weaving together head and heart soul it's all together and i'm i'm very comprehensive so they're they're wanting me to write out all my uh, word pictures my using my language i you know a picture is worth a thousand words and i i feel that that's how i receive from god is he just he gives me pictures. And in the classroom, I find it so effortless. It's almost, it almost bypasses my brain and just comes down. It's like, I'm a divine, you know, it's divine coming down through me and out to the students. And it's very effortless and extremely life-giving to me. And I think many of the children, if they are open and willing, However, writing it is a bit more challenging for me. So that's a new thing I'm learning is, okay, how, how can I articulate this in a written form? And hopefully with also with pictures. I have a good friend who's a, an artist and uh, she's, she's a soulmate. So she's the perfect person to, you know, to be working with. And okay. I'm even going to be going off for a couple of weeks with another, yet another friend who's a soulmate. And a good editor and a good question asker. And she's going to give me constructive criticism as I'm attempting to write these things out. But it's it's just uh, putting in a storybook form what I do in the classroom. That's sort of the unseen underlying. Um, a, lot, a lot of times in cur- curriculum for school, this aspect gets overlooked because curriculum tends to focus so much on content. Um, and technical things. I, I think academia always seems to fall in that direction. And I don't mean to say it's bad, always bad. There's certainly a place for that. But what I'm writing, a lot of times, so many parents will come up and say, or other teachers will say, no one talks about this. No one talks about this. I'm so glad you're giving these pictures and giving this language because it's sort of something that when you talk about it, people who are in tune or have a level of recognition, they recognize it and they go, oh, yes. But no one really makes a point 
of specifically teaching it. I shouldn't say no one. That's far too strong. I'm sure there's people in the world doing this. I'm not. But not, I, that's, that is what I hear, is that not many. And, and it's hard for me to understand that because, as I said earlier, it's so connected for me. I, it's almost, I'm almost inept at <laughs> separating it and thinking any other way. <laughs> yeah. So uh, <clears throat> I am attempting to do that, yes. Awesome. Well, um, definitely when you are, you know, I'm going to want, I want you to come on when you finish at least your first book. And, uh, <laughs> That's a good motivator. <laughs> wonderful. It's going to be wonderful. I can, I think it's going to be just amazing because you, uh, you are an amazing soul and you are a gift to, you know, to the children that you teach to all of humanity. Uh, by just sharing your gift, sharing who you are, um, because you're really giving people permission to also be who they are. And um, you, when it comes to children, it is so, 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 so important for them because I think that it can really um, eliminate a lot of um, those self-confidence issues sometimes that, that they have and, uh, you know, some of the other issues, you know, that, that they can run up against. Children need to learn how to trust what they feel deep within, trust that internal guidance. And unfortunately, a lot of children have not been you know, raised that way. Some have, but I don't think many. So, um, so I think it's up to you know, people like us to, to, you know, guide others, you know, whether, no matter what their age is, to begin to, to trust that wisdom, trust that guidance, trust, you know, and, and when we open that dialogue up to, you know, to our higher self, our soul, God, you know, all of creation, they will answer you and, and they will begin that dance with you and, and help you to open up that song that is within you. And oh, so, so beautiful. So beautiful. Yes. I one of my joys in the classroom is as I teach in the way we've been describing, it's fascinating to see the children's faces and their eyes. And in some of their faces, I see recognition. You know, the children who are they they they're like they they rise up, and then there are children who their eyes get wider because they're having an aha moment or they've, you know, they're starting to recognize or realize. And it's very exciting to me to see, you know, their response and to realize I am inviting them, you know, to open up and enter in for themselves. And yes, very exciting. It reminds me of that movie Avatar, if you recall that, where she says, I see you. Uh, which means I see, I know who you are. I can connect to who you are. Uh, and, and when we do that to, to others, yeah. it's like something they, they were like, you, you see me, you see that beautiful part of me that no one else has ever recognized. And I stopped believing in it. <laughs> there must, must be um, you're seeing it so that must be oh something. i love i love i love our uh, synergy and collaboration yeah um i love it because that is you are 
giving words that I haven't even thought of that are completely describing and I'm resonating with. And that is really the joy I have had in my career as a teacher um, to invite children, to see children. I, we have a school play every year um, and I have to cast the parts. And that's a big part also is when you can see people, you can cast them in a role they can thrive in or that that can challenge them. And it's, it's very thrilling. So I I can only just rejoice and say how much I've enjoyed uh, your uh, affirmation of me. It strengthens Uh me. You know, anytime as, as you're writing as well, um, because I've also um, had the challenge of how do, how do I write this information I'm receiving? (laughs) So, So, you know, I can, you know, kind of help you a little bit in that respect, too. So thank um, you. Thank you so much. We are here to 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 help the world. So I think that coming together and helping each other out, that's it's just part of what we do. And I think that there's so much joy in that, you know, because we're doing we're here. What we're we're designed to do, you know, so um, we're uh, we're about at the end of our time. But I would like to, um, okay, you have also mentioned that you have um, a, a, a medical condition and you are on medical leave. And uh, when, I, when I met you, you talked about it and you told me something that you were doing that was actually healing you while you were doing it. So I'm going to oh, definitely tell us what that is and give us a little bit of advice as to how we can implement something like that. Yes. Well, these are wild times we are living in. And I think the big challenge that we all have is to not be afraid and not be fearful and not enter into despair and hopelessness. So I, um, all my health journey and my spiritual journey, I, they just keep, jiving and coming together and I um oh so much to say I'm trying to sum up in a a quick way but essentially what it looks like is I just realized what what is going to be my action or my fight what am I going to do in the world who I am I'm on medical leave I'm limited I don't have a lot of energy Um, I'm not in the classroom. I'm not able to put my voice there. So I just, I believe in the power of prayer. I believe God is so vast and beyond what any of us fully understand. So I just, I believe in the power of staying joyful. We were, you know, we were created to be in a state of joy, not fear. And, you know, all your language of vibration and frequency goes so far down. And also in, in my classroom, children perform terribly when they're in a low vibration. So I'm using what I'm trying to teach them in my own life, uh, in a new way, being ill, being limited, uh, And so I just decided when I have energy and the air quality is not really bad, I am literally walking around my block, um, my place of employment, you know, and I I walk around government buildings. I, I, I sing, I just, I basically come and I say, all right, I'm here. God, I'm here. 
and I am going to praise you. I'm going to thank you for every possible thing I can think of. Um, sometimes I'm quiet. Sometimes uh, a, a spiritual song or a hymn comes into my mind and I sing it. So I started singing or humming a lot uh, or speaking prayers, speaking scripture, what, whatever falls down and in, I speak out because I, I think it's words and belief and faith has power. And so I am, I'm kind of doing like the Jericho thing, like in the Bible that the, they used music, they marched around Jericho and they were singing, they were playing trumpet, they had music. So I have, I've just decided, okay, I'm going to surround where I am, my territory with um, all these things and claim God's sovereignty, God's power, God's might. He is, pardon me, God is in control. <laughs> um, so that's what I'm doing. And as I do it, I just find I get better and better. It, I feel well. My soul, it is well with my soul. It is well with my mind. Um, I am in a state of peace. I'm in a state of wellness. Um, I still have issues, but I'm also choosing to believe that I am being healed, you know, by doing these things, by being in the presence of God, by just literally being with him, him with me, in me. Um, <laughs> I don't know if how articulate I, I am being, but... That would be, if you feel helpless or if you feel fearful, please, it's so simple. We all, how many people do you see exercising, walking around, running, go around places you love, go around your block, the people in your spheres, the people in your circles. And, and you're not singing to them. I mean, you're, you're just singing to the community. So it's not. No, it's I'm not going up to individual face, people. You don't. <laughs> Pardon? I'm not going up to any individual people. No. Right, right. It's just you are praying for the community. You're praying for humanity. You're, you know, so it's, you know, um, yeah. you know, so it's, it's not like something that's forced upon, you know what I mean? So, so. Oh, no, no, no. It's very much just me. Yeah. And I confess that there are, I, I often carry my phone. Okay. <laughs> and if I am, you know, in public or, yes. or people would see me across the street, you know, People are always doing this. So I'll do that. Yes. And, you know, it, it's so powerful. And, uh, you know, there was, there's a doctor that proved this too, uh, Dr. Emoto. He was featured in the movie that came out in the early 2000s called What the Bleep Do We Know? He was a doctor out of Japan and he proved scientifically, uh, and I, we don't have time to go into all of this, but. He proved that, you know, uh, he would take samples of water that were, that was from polluted bodies of water. And, um, he would take some of it, um, and make a, you know, um, in, in a vial and then some of the same sample in, a, in another vial. And the one that he, he would take the word love or thank you on it. Mm. And then, um, take a sample of that in a Petri, Petri dish freeze it and then examine what the crystals look like under a microscope. And 
the ones that had the words written, love, thank you, something positive and beautiful, they were absolutely beautiful crystals versus the ones where he taped the words, sick, ugly, I will kill you, you know, something, you know, evil. Um, they were just very, um, uh, you know, ugly looking um, formations. Okay. So there's a huge difference, huge difference. And then they began to pray or, uh, you know, pray and give blessings around bodies of water that were polluted, taking a sample before and after. And they found that the water was becoming healthier just by people, you know, with their intent, yes. with their voice, with, with, you know, with the vibration, it's all about, you know, setting that vibration and, uh, and you're bringing that into its true healed state. Uh. Because I believe that because we're all essentially, we are beings of creation. No matter what's happened to us, no matter what we've done, our core being is we are from creation and that is perfect. And so when we are in tune and we are recognizing that love, gratitude, praise, you know, just all of this, you know, we are moving back into that healthy state of being. So the point is that our bodies are, are made of between 70 to 90% water, depending on what part of the body you're talking about. So he's saying that our thoughts, our beliefs are affecting the health of our own body. Literally. Yeah. So when you're saying that, uh, you know, you know, the singing, the, you know, I've noticed that when I'm, I'm, uh, you know, perform or doing, you know, meditations. Wow. I mean, it's so powerful, just that vibration, because you're in tune, you're in tune when you are, when you're there, when you're using your voice, when you are just completely in alignment, it is so incredibly healing. And it's not just to the self, because we are connected, we are, we are always connected. We, it's, is, um, it's a healing that is affecting our neighbors, the neighborhood, our city, our states our nation, our yes. world, it yes. just is a ripple effect. Um, and of course, our families, you know, so, um, so what you are doing is it's, it's, it's innate and it's beautiful. And I hope more people start to do that. <laughs> so do I, that's why I, I thought, absolutely. I'll come on your podcast when you ask me, because this is how I feel I'm serving my community serving the world at this time and it's really very simple it's okay. not hard <laughs> and yeah. it actually will make you more joyful it will make you more joyful and it will bring health to your body my lungs are weak and my lungs feel so good and i've i've learned to recognize the pitch or the place where i hum and sing the pitch of it how low how high where it feels really good wow and you wow. will discover that you know and and I know, I think um, one of the gifts that I had is that I was raised in an environment where I recognize, you know, my body is a temple. My body is a temple for the spirit of God. And I was encouraged to do that actively through singing, through playing music, through speaking. And uh, I just hope people will be willing to feel a little awkward at first 
because we're so used to listening. Music is done for us. We listen to all this music that's been done for us. And it's that's a great place to start. If you have a song you love, sing along with it. But also realize that's the beginning journey for you to find the music of your own soul yes, yes. and what will heal you and bring you great joy. Absolutely. I can see many great things coming out of you, Jennifer. And we'll, we'll talk more about it when we're done. But we'll... Um, uh, you know, I definitely, you know, I would love for you to, you know, to come back on when, uh, when the time is right. And um, so, you know, thank you so much, so much for, for sharing your passion, your wisdom, um, your talents, and, and, and what you're, what you're, what you're giving to our beautiful children, and, and to the world. So thank you for being you. Thank you, Jennifer, for just surrendering. Just I am deeply blessed. So. Well, a thousand thank yous to you for your invitation, for your valuing of me and uh, asking me to be on your podcast. It was my honor and joy. Oh, it, it was my honor. Believe me. Thank you so much. And uh, let me see. In the future, as, as Jennifer does have her books available and everything, I will let you know how you can contact her. Uh, but at this time, we're going to just let her, you know, do her internal work and, <laughs> and allow that to blossom yes. into something truly amazing. But uh, we're going to keep our eye on her and just kind of follow her along her journey. Okay, I like that idea. I like that idea. Okay. So you can take us on your journey with, with you, okay? <laughs> so thank you so much, everyone, for, for tuning in and watching us. And um, until next time, abundant blessings. And may the music be with you.